What's going on, everybody? This is Black Men Sundays. I'm your host, Corey Sylvester Murray. We're talking about generational wealth. We're talking about finance. And of course, we're talking business. It's a Black Man Sunday. Time to put all childish things away. I refuse to be the man I was yesterday. Gotta put my We've had Conrad on Martinez from episode 20. Are you strengthening your financial IQ? This brother's a mortgage broker, a financial advisor, a loan officer. He gives tips on how to get approved for a mortgage. He shares the elements that loan officers look for deep in your credit score. This brother's been on Black Men's Sundays, but he's doing big things. Conrad, welcome back to Black Men's Sundays. Great intro, uh, Corey. I really appreciate it. Um, man, it's when it comes to like generational wealth and everything that we're trying to attain and speak of and about, we have to realize that we're, it's under attack. It's under, it's under threat. For me, my opinion, because when we speak of uh, wealth, even generational wealth, it's different things for different people, you know, uh, and different numbers for different people depending on where you are geographically and also generationally. However, one thing I think we can't argue about is that when it comes to that portal, that entrance into generational wealth, it is undoubtedly home ownership uh, because it is something that you do passively. So for example, you when you acquire a home versus renting, you now, every time you make that payment, you begin to build equity into home until eventually you pay it off. Uh, but that mechanism here locally and even in this country is under attack. And uh, really, you got, when you look at uh, the, the court documents and see who's purchasing these homes, corporations are now purchasing homes uh, in, in large amounts and making it more difficult for uh, those that desire to do so to do so. Furthermore, you have the conditions. From the time I came in months ago, rates have gone up sharply, therefore making it unaffordable to many, many others. Um, so I think that the, the element of uh, the unknown is a barrier um, that keeps people from stepping into this portal we call generational wealth. Once you get into the portal, there's a, a slew of different asset classes and categories that one can utilize to go further and advance uh, that journey. Um, but in that component of generational wealth, I think that information and really not the information that you read, but that information that is given, but also the cultural component, making this something that is uh, that, that there's appetite to this culturally. So we, our local chapter of Phi Beta Sigma, we were thinking about this and we wanted to do something about it in which addressed all these issues, not just the, uh, the, the information and hey, do A, B, and C, but actually creating something that will now conjure up the image of how it can be done. So. In that, we created a movie event that's uh, gonna occur here in Melbourne, Florida, uh, November 19th, 6 p.m. at the Oaks Movie Theaters. Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna provide that information, the link for you to be able to check it out. However, this is not, one, Black Panther is gonna be the movie. So I think there was there's a little uh, element of the divine coming together, this perfect storm, uh, which we know the attributes and, and the things that are, that are shared in, in the previous Black Panther movie as far as unity moving together. But beyond that, it's our community. Our community is coming in with this movie event in which is a families for a family. We call it crowdfunding for generational wealth. And the premise behind that is simple. Each family donates $100 to the cause. And the purpose of that is that 
collectively, these families become what I see in my profession, that proverbial rich uncle, that person that comes in and nudges their family member along and allows them to step into what they have already stepped into. Hopefully, it is my desire that through our collectivity and really sponsored by our uh, fraternity, uh, Phi Beta Sigma Kappa Chi chapter uh, here in uh, Brevard County, that we can now begin to draw up the awareness, uh, meaning in this event, this movie event is gonna be families and really individuals, but mainly families. So we're hoping that our kids can see us coming together for a focal point of helping others step into that threshold called generational wealth via purchasing a home or owning a home versus renting. I'm flanked by uh, a good friend of mine uh, to, my to my left, your right, uh, Gabe Coleman. Um, he's a realtor in the area. And to my right, uh, Fred Howell. These, both are frats, but both also are passionate in this arena as far as helping elevate us uh, beyond our current threshold or baseline and being able to go to a higher level, but not only for us, for those to come as well. Well, I think uh, you said it all. I mean, it's, it's definitely a worthy cause. And, um, you know, in my profession, working as a realtor, uh, that's why I, I, that's why I became a realtor. I wanted to help Black families navigate the process. It can be very intimidating. It can be the largest purchase that you're going to make in your life. And so it's not to be handled lightly. So I want to be able to pour into those who are looking to buy a home uh, to make sure that their house is a blessing and not a curse, that they're not house poor that they go about it the right way and just understand how to navigate it. So I'm just ecstatic about this opportunity to help a family who is already in that right mindset to be able to, to pursue their dream of owning a home. What's the, um, the target amount you guys are looking to, to obtain for this family? So the target amount is $30,000, not just for this family. Um, we wanna be able to have something and sustain ourselves throughout the year to help several families. In, in approaching th these um, ventures, it's more like a journey. And we know that just like, for example, Black Man Sundays is viewerships and it's, and it's likes are, are up tremendously since I last was here because it's a journey. Uh, it, it is a process. And we also want to be able to make that, that journey available to other families. We believe that this is something we could do yearly, but it's not just limited to a, a, particular, a movie. We can come up with different ideas down the road, but the purpose is to bring the community together. Um, and what I found, Corey, and this is not answering your question, there are many, many of us that all of us here, at least the guys I'm surrounded by, and I believe the ones that are there too, are professionals. And many times the ones that are looking for a hand up and the ones that can give the hand up, are there's a disconnect within them. So it's not just the issue of, of funds per se, but it is being able to bring the community and really connect those, especially those that are trying to elevate and uh, from that, be able to create a greater synergy to, or a greater light uh, so that we can illuminate our community, specifically our community, our African-American community, um, because we know the, the, the gaps that exist there. This is Black Men's Sundays. Generational wealth is one of our slogans when I say finance and business, generational wealth. As a financial advisor, as a loan officer, what made you kick this in gear in the first place? I have to tell the story of the couple that came to me. Um, last year was a very busy year in, in our business. Uh, because of the conditions this year, uh, it's cooled down considerably. But I found myself ecstatic because I'm not, I, was, I was brought back to my grassroots where I could actually be part of the journey of 
uh, a client in which before they're able to purchase a house, months before we're talking and we're meeting and we're discussing. And I found myself with this couple that I've known for years and they have five kids and um, she was pregnant with a six. And so for me, it was that visual. I asked them, we, they were able to get to the point of their credit was straight. They were able to uh, get to a point of strong employment. I said, hey, the next, the next element that we're dealing with, this is after months of meeting, is our down payment. And it's, how is that looking like, I asked. And, and they told me, well, we only have $500, like almost cheapishly, nervously, you know? And I told them, I said, look, uh, uh, an experienced captain that I've led many people to the destination of home ownership, I said, that's the last thing you worry about, believe it or not. I said, there's ways of funds coming in if you are determined. So they looked at me and I said, hmm, in my head, what can I do to help this couple? I asked them a key question. I said, are you willing to share your story? Now, husband and wife, they looked at each other almost like to try to get the answer from each other. Um, and they both nodded yes. So in other words, is, are you willing to forego your pride and share your story so that the community can help you attain that goal? And I was sharing a story with another person many months later. Uh, and I was saying, can pride be an impediment to generational wealth? Well, in this case, obviously it can. And what I wanted to, to answer your question, Corey, what I wanted to highlight is that we're not here alone. Uh, many people that in their path to success utilize others. Those that are successful group-wise, for example, the Jewish people, the Indians that come in here, and many other uh, nations that come and emigrate here to this country are able to draw and reap the rewards of the soil, the fertile economic and, and financial soil that's in this country because they work together. So I wanted to kind of crystallize that, the dynamic of helping a family, the dynamic of uh, addressing generational wealth, not just talking about it, but putting some, some hands to the plow. And also I wanted to highlight us coming together, us that can give the $100, us that can support and help in a minor way. Because I have a good friend of mine named Terry Spain. He says, if all of us put our hand in, then whatever we're lifting is light. And I believe that, and that was the dynamic. And because they were willing, because they embraced humility, uh, we've been doing the work, we've been trying to get this, this, this event, which is set to happen and really push it to be an overwhelming success, not just for them, but for those to come. I believe that it starts with one, but I'm a long-term thinker and anyone that's in finances thinks long-term. So that being said, I'm thinking 10, 20 years down the road, if we can now be a part or an integral, integral part in helping 20 families, 30 families, 100 families to get into home ownership when they weren't gonna, man, we, we Lord, thank you. You can take me, I've done my job. So for the brothers out there that are renting, cause you know, my thing is we trying to get everybody on the home ownership too. For the, all the brothers that are renting out there that say, listen, I don't need to own anything. I'm good renting. My grandma been in the same spot for 30 years. She been renting. There's no need to buy anything. What's your advice to that? And how can we break the generational uh, poverty curse? Well, I think my advice to that would be, or I guess to kind of maybe combat their way of thinking is that uh, we got to start thinking ownership. And I think that's the mindset shift. And maybe that's where, where we haven't been before. And, you know, kudos to grandma and great grandmas for being able to do what they had to do in order for us to be here and, and make it to where we are right now. But uh, we, we have to be able to elevate our mindset 
and to start thinking of ownership um, and not just only renting. Um, I've, I've heard someone say, uh, especially like with interest rates going up, that, you know, that tends to be a concern. Uh, I heard a, uh, a, a long-term realtor say, well, if you're renting, your interest rate is 100% because you're not receiving anything on your investment. At the end of the day, you're just paying off another man's or a woman's mortgage. Brother How I want to step in here. Yes. The bigger point is for us, when you don't own it, they can take it away from you anytime they get ready. They can say, I need for you to move out because I'm going to get somebody in who can pay more money than you could ever pay. If we live in an apartment complex, we're going to both bulldoze it down and turn it into a luxury apartment complex and price you totally out of the market. That's what they do to us. If you don't own it, they can take it from you any way they want to. They can raise your rent $200 a month. You can't afford that. You can barely afford it when it was whatever it was. They can do that. They control you. That's why you have to have your own. Yeah, and furthermore, I'll add to that, Brother How the couple, they're renting a home, but they're, they're, they were talking about the humiliations of having their large family. The humiliations, because this the, the psychological component is real. And I'm sure there's some tangible yield or result to the psychological psychology and how it affects us negatively. But for them, their, their complaint was they always, the neighbors are, because it's a subdivision, uh, HOA, neighbors are always calling the landlord on them because they have that. And so these, these are the things that sometimes go beyond price that you mentioned. It, it goes to a person's pride and, and self-esteem, which, you know, it's hard to really quantify, but really translates into our children. They see it, they embrace it. And they say, I am, and I'm going to do this because I have a template and I've seen an example right there at home. And I probably used this analogy before. A person whose father is a doctor is far more likely to become a doctor. A person whose father is a lawyer is far more likely to become a lawyer because they see it at home. They, they know the intangibles. They know those hidden tricks, those things that may scare off the rest of the population because they live with it. The same dynamic of home ownership, uh, I think, is one that for us, as we speak of generational wealth, shortly I plan to really get into, this is a little segue, but I have to speak about it, um, Corey, and that is, I want to target our young men, our young black men, with a information, this how to live for free. And the answer is rather simple. You buy your multi-unit, at least three or more, and qualify with the FHA and utilize the income of the multi-unit to subsidize your own living. Now, if someone told me that when I was 19, 20, there's no talent where I'll be right now. But yeah, just because yeah. it didn't happen to me does not mean I can not access the information and do the work to transfer this information to those to come. And that's the dynamic that we're, we're the generational component of this. We want to make that tangible. We don't just want to make that lip service. We want to make sure that our kids see us and our grandkids see us doing this and moving in that vein to really instill something in them that will never leave. And that is what we're after in that while we are dealing with the affluence of our area, because you're, you're right, Ravel County is a county with money. Uh, and, and, and those who that, that have had money have grown in money. Furthermore, we have all these engineering giants coming in here. We went from, uh, for me, who sees these, these, these W-2s, barely seeing six figures to seeing six figures all the time. So 
there is that dynamic. So that being said, we want to capitalize and be a part of the growth and that allows us to grow to roll us over. Why 30 stacks, man? 30 grand, why 30 grand? Good question. You know, for me, there's a dynamic. Of we, we want to be able to help several families and we want to give them something substantial. Um, if, if we say, I'm going to give you a thousand dollars, that to me, that's not substantial. There are a lot of, in our, in our industry, they call DPAs, down payment assistance programs. And I like what they do, but in a way I'm torn and conflicted because they're cold. Many times, if you don't know how to navigate through them and, and, or you don't know the person that's in charge making the decisions, um, it could be discouraging in that process just for the sheer ignorance. 30 stacks will give us an opportunity to serve several families in this year. And furthermore, it's to me, if I'm going to ask for the number, I'm going to ask for the real number, not shoot myself short. So I, I'm, I'm really going for the, for, the, for the moon and stars and hoping that we reach somewhere in between. So that's why 30 stars, Corey. Conrado, I appreciate you, man. Like I said, you done been on episode 20. Um, just one more time before I let you get out of here, because it's November 19th. I mean, you know, it's FAMU classic. You know, it's FAMU Bethune classics. For a lot of people going to be in town. Where can they um, pull up or if, or if they want to donate? How can they do that? I'm hoping you'll provide the link. We have the link. Everything has been automated. And that's the power of technology in which you're able to either register and or um, donate in one in one setting in one platform. So uh, we'll make it really easy to do so. Um, I would like to add, because we don't necessarily talked about this, and I think the, our financial advisor would, would love this. Our organization is a 501c3, meaning that all the funds that you provide to this, um, this venture are tax deductible. You're able to um, benefit um, come tax time because of that. So don't shoot yourself short. There's a lot of us out there that, that have had a really good year. So if you could do 1,000, do a thousand. This is not like a charity that in which 17% of the money goes to the end result. After expenses, a majority of the funds are going to go to this, um, this, this specific venture, and they're going to be earmarked for the specific venture. So we here at the Capricai uh, um, chapter of Phi Beta Sigma, we really want to be able to promote one of these, these things that, that really fall into the tenants that have existed in our organization since the 1920s. We've been about promoting Black businesses. We've been about uh, advancing Black causes uh, and, and, and really in advancing their mindset. And I, I'm thinking, I'm just a radical person. I'm feeling like, okay, that same spirit that was in these guys that founded their organization, that have carried the organization. Uh, for example, uh, uh, Representative Lewis uh, was a Sigma. That same spirit, we want to be able to continue on locally. Uh, we don't, I don't need to blow up, but can I make a difference in my arena, in my area? Can I change the lives of young men? And I'll tell you this, I'm very much involved with young men, particularly black men, because I care about my sons. So my sons are now teenagers, but I've been involved in the game for about six, seven, seven eight years now. In the process, I, it was my mentality, my thought process that if I got ahead of them, they will have cover when they reach into adulthood. And brother, I'm seeing it. Like I'm stopping by, going to just a regular gas station, Kids that were that were kids six years ago are now grown men. Now that's just halfway. What if we can now begin to instill one, show them an example, show them something, and then beyond the example, be able to give them information, and, and that could transform their lives. I wish I had that. I didn't have it, but I can give it to someone else. And that is the dynamic. That's what's really pushing me.
And I think for us, that is that should be a clarion call for us. Also, I think we are all responsible here to help Corey spread this word that he's doing uh, through Black Man Sundays. And we need to find a way to galvanize that and, and really push this outlet the more. Because I think many times we're skeptical when it comes to financial information because we feel that it doesn't necessarily have our best interests at heart. Uh, and I think when we're able to receive it from a credible source, because of maybe the similar struggle, um, we are more apt to develop that appetite. I'm out. Wow. Yeah, great information, man. Hey, this Black Men Sundays, we talking about generational wealth. This brother is setting up generational wealth. We're trying to get 30 grand. We're going to put the links up. I'm going to have that in the write-up for you. It's a Black Man Sunday. Time to put all childish things away. I refuse to be the man I was yesterday. Gotta put my best Black Man Sunday